You want Philly Philly? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We're talking about practice. Because it's about as casual as it gets. What's the problem now? That's a clown question, bro. I think we ought to turn the beat in at least. World champions! Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go. Philadelphia, looking as only you can look. Woo! Here we go, here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first ever edition of the Philly Philly Podcast, brought to you live by sixpackcoverage.com. La Terrain Watches, and The Monkey's Uncle. Well, Chris, how are you tonight, my friend? Uh, I'm doing good, you know. <laughs> the Eagles had a big win last night. Um, and the hate's still going around for uh, <sighs> for for Jalen Hurts. And you, you know me, I'm, you know, I'm the first guy to, you know, I'll blast the guy, but, like, I don't understand what your uh, what your issue could be with him right now. Like, you know, I, I was at the game last night, so trust me when I tell you it was frustrating those first two series. First off, you know, people are like, he threw an interception. Knock it off right now because that was a ridiculous interception. That may have been the dumbest inter- interception <laughs> I've ever seen in the history of it. Inter- might, might be just a- – might be just as bad as Jason Seahorn's interception against McNabb in the 2000 playoffs where his pants fell down. He picked it up and ran in for a touchdown. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers that, but that's how ridiculous that interception was. And nobody knew it was. The only person who knew it was the guy who caught it. And then, you know, you have your Washington fans who were complaining that it should have been a pick six. Well, they called it incomplete. So it's you can't advance the ball. Was it, it, was a terrible, it was a terrible call by the officials. But... At the end of the day, you didn't. No one knew it was an interception, so you know it was a good play. You know, there's nothing you can say about you know the the Redskins, the Redskins, whatever they are, the the, the Washington football team um, in the beginning of the game. You know, Miles Sanders had tweeted out, you know, stop booing, and uh, you, you know, a couple people responded to it. Prominent people in the Philadelphia sports world. You know, Ty Tyrone from ninety seven five, he was sitting there saying, you know, you know, don't boo them and this and that. I'm like, Well, you were down ten nothing to a team that was missing fifteen players, three starters on offense and two on defense. Like, I don't believe in billing. That's just not me. Like I you know me, you know, we had this conversation earlier in the season about, you know, booing. Like I, I wouldn't boo Ben Simmons if he came back. Probably now I might, but in <laughs> I, and and that's a big and and again that's a fifty fifty shot like yo, I'm not again he he's on my favorite team so I'm not gonna boo him that's just we're just being stupid in my opinion again I could be a hundred percent like again I'm probably hundred percent wrong does Ben Simmons deserve the boos yes did Jalen Rager deserve the boos it was a little relentless like it was he had a he actually had a decent game if you look at his overall stats. His stats weren't bad. He had, a, you know, he had, I think he had four catches for like fifty-six yards. He had that big sprint down the sideline, you know, on a big third down play. You know, yeah, he's he's just always going to eat it though because of they could have had Justin Jefferson. So in a lot of the fans' minds, that he's never going to be, he's never going to compare. That he's just never going to compare. 
they 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 view him as a bad pick and a punt returner, and that's it. You know what? If he was a decent punt returner, I'd be okay with it. But he's average. Right. Right. Um, you, you know, you you just, I I don't I don't like. What what does booing every time his name gets announced as a punt returner? Like, do you feel that much better that you're booing him? Like, why? Like, why why are you yeah, booing? I don't, yeah, I don't get the, the consistent booing of Jalen Rager. I really don't. I, I honestly don't. There there's there's guys that could do that are, are so much worse that have played here before and have like I said, he's just eating it because of the draft. That's it. That's all it is. People are looking at stats. They're looking at what what Justin Jefferson does with a guy like um, uh, Kirk Cousins as his quarterback. And they, they, how quick, though, fans are forgetting. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a way different quarterback than Jalen Hurts. So the, the numbers that Justin Jefferson is putting up in Minnesota, he probably wouldn't be putting up here. Um, no, you're absolutely right. And you know what? It's not even like Minnesota hasn't done anything. No. So you can sit there and you can laugh and you can holler at us. And, you know, you can sit there and say, ha, ha, ha. We have Justin Jefferson. But he's haven't won anything. Like if, if you, you know, if you had won, I don't know, something else. If you had, if you had won a playoff game or won two playoff games and lost and, you know, I don't know if we lost in the NFC Championship game. You know, maybe I'd give you a little bit of credit, but, you know, it, yes, it's frustrating. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you guys. I got, you know, but they're nothing, like, they haven't been said. They haven't won anything. Right. Um, so, you know, you, you, did you catch, you didn't catch the whole game? You, you had fell asleep. Yeah, I, I did. I was completely horrible fan last night. Like oh, I, I had to wait it. sixteen days for them, and I fell, I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So last night's game was a Tuesday night game. Um. Interesting fact: the last two NFL teams to play on a Tuesday night were in the same year, November sixth, two thousand. Or I'm sorry, two thousand nineteen thirty-four. It was the Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Cincinnati Reds. 64 to nothing. <laughs> and then the Reds became a baseball team. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then the Chicago Cardinals defeated the Brooklyn Dodgers 21 nothing. So two shutouts in the NFL, you know, 70 or 80, 80, 86 years ago, 87 years ago. That's that's amazing. On the, like two games played on one night and you have two shutouts. That's that's that, unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't happen. That that's pretty good. So you know, obviously everyone hates Jalen Hurts. Not everyone. You, you have your people who listen. Um, everyone knows where I was at on Jalen Hurts in the beginning of the season. I'm still on it, mm-hmm. but he's my guy. Right. There's no reason why he shouldn't be your guy. You know. All right. So he's got ten rushing touchdowns. Okay. I mean, those touchdowns that he ran yesterday were one yard scores. They weren't fifty yard scampers. You know. You know. The previous quarterback, he was he was six four. He would probably have done the same thing last night. You know, he was twenty to twenty six for two hundred and ninety six yards, a touchdown and interception. Interception wasn't his fault. It was not his fault at all. No, not at all. That was a he fluke. Had, 
He legitimately had two bad plays. He yeah. the fumble, and he stepped up into a sack, and that was yeah. it. That was it. He had eight carries for thirty-eight yards. He's learning to read the RPO a whole lot better than it was in the beginning of the season. And you know, of those twenty of twenty of twenty-six, again, two of those were dropped by Dallas Goddard, who had another remarkable game, even mm-hmm. though he was overrated four weeks ago, and needed <laughs> Zach Ert and needed Zach Ertz to compete. So you know, he you Jalen Hurts was making his first and second reads. He looked a little skittish, but he's learned. To me, he's progressing. He's not taking steps back. And a big thing we saw last night was Nick Sirianni got on him after the fumble. All right. <laughs> there you go. He got well, on him after that fumble. He yeah, yelled and, at him. And it came, yeah, and it came out after the game that Jalen Hurts told him, you know, like, I'm a coach's son, so get on me. And I was I was glad to hear that. Like, I love it. Is, is that what he said? He was a coach's son? Yeah. Yeah, because okay. he was. He was he was at one point coached by his dad, so his dad got on him, which I didn't know that. I, I really didn't know that. I had to look it up after he said it. I was like, wow, okay. So so, so, I, so did, my thing – go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, like, the thing that he did last night that I totally am absolutely in love with that he did, he was throwing from the pocket. He wasn't yeah. – he wasn't, and I, that's been my biggest thing all year. It's like I, I understand how good his his rushing game is, his legs are, but I'm a traditional pocket passer guy. I like a quarterback that can throw from the pocket, get in there, find his reads, go through his progressions, do his checkdowns if need be. He did what I've been wanting this kid to do all season long, and I was like, this is great. Like. I was so happy that I finally saw that. I was like, okay, now I can start getting on that train a little bit and really, really start to back him. If he keeps this up for the – now, granted, I know what their schedule's like, but perfect time to start playing like that. Get that – get those reps in. Get that stuff. You know what I mean? Listen, we, we always know you can be the best team in the NFL, but if you get a team that is hot, that is playing both sides of the ball – Anything's possible. I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl. Right, right. But they've they they literally control their own destiny. They win their last three their last three games. They more likely make the playoffs out of the seventh seed. They just got to yeah, worry well, about them. They got to worry about themselves and not worry about anyone else. I think the I think the real important game coming down the stretch is going to be the next Washington game. Oh yeah, that's going to see like how do they respond to what just took place last night. Now, with, with the game next week, or in what, three days? Yeah, now our coach has cooties and can't, and can't coach unless he, has, yeah. unless he passes the test. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, now we have, like, our next game very, you know, uh, very close, coming up real soon. And it's the second game against the Giants where we know what happened in the first one. So I'm fully expecting the Eagles now, who are playing very hot, to you know get that revenge game in. They'll split that series, but the the one that's going to be the the telltale game is going to be that next Washington game because I can tell you right now I'm not looking forward to playing Dallas. Um, listen, D- Dallas. I mean, they have their problems, but I'm still not looking forward to playing against them. Uh, uh, uh... 
Honestly, depending on the Eagles play the next two weeks, I'm not scared of Dallas. Dallas isn't sweeping this division. So I don't I'm not worried about I'm not worried about sweeping the division. I mean it's I'm it, saying they're not sweeping the division because we're gonna beat them. That's what I mean. See, oh I hope they do because that's that I mean what I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying it's it, the Eagles are only in it because of how bad this division is. I mean, Dallas hasn't run away with it, that's for sure. But I mean, I mean, even though they do what they have ten wins now, so I mean, but I, I do. I sit there and I, I just think about it, and I'm kind of like not worried. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not worried about the Dallas game because I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure that they're going to beat them. I'm not sure the Eagles are going to be able to come back and beat them in that one, no matter how good their rushing attack is right now. Yeah. So, uh, Bill. Uh... Bill commented and wants me to burn my garbage jersey because he, you know, I wore it on purpose. Well, no, actually, I had my Randall Cunningham jersey on, but with the green screen, all it is is a head. Just, it's just, just a, a head, big head. It's a big head, a mic. Orange head. <laughs> the big head with a mic. <laughs> Score projections for Giants Eagles game on Sunday from Stephen Jobs. Uh, Steve, if it's Jake Fromm, playing I fully expect like a 35 to 10 blowout because they uh, they, realistically they should have blew out the uh, the Washington football team yesterday they should you you know you had that bad interception and that was really uh, I'm not even take the fumble for what it is they got three out of it they they should have beat them like 34 to 10 like this you know the line was 10 and we don't kick the field I'm sorry the line was 10 and a half and the Eagles don't kick the field goal last night. Like I would have burned every house down in my neighborhood if I bet that game last night and I took the Eagles ten and a half. I would have burnt down every single house. Would have went to Jake Elliott's house, burned his house down. Would have went to Nick Sirianni. Well, not now that he got COVID. I'm glad I won. And I would have burned his house down. Like there's no reason for to not kick that field goal there. Like, like, well, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, as a as, as a better, you're like, oh my god! All right, so they stopped the clock. There's something for a second. They're gonna kick a field goal. This is a win. Nope. Who sons of bees just ran the clock out and just kept running? And I like <laughs> and I like what Sirianni's doing. It's almost what he was doing in the beginning of the season, or well, not in the beginning when he started running the ball. You know, you know yesterday was their eighth straight game that they had 175 yards. Mm-hmm. You know who last team to do that was? Who was that? The 85 Bears. What did they do that year? Yeah. Oh, oh here we go. They what also they had Walter that? Payton, so stop that right now. So I'm just saying. Hey, we, hey, we got Jalen Hurts. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, But no, no. I mean, you know, we have that going for us. Like, their, their running game is. And they're using Miles Sanders. And then they're using Jordan Howard at the end of the third and into the fourth. When these players okay, are, now, when the when the players are like struggling and you know they can't they can't keep but like you know there's a big difference between trying to tackle Miles Sanders and trying to tackle Jordan Howard. Miles right. Sanders will elude you. Jordan Howard yeah. will meet you head on, one on one, and somebody's somebody's going down, and you're going to hear it. Well, see, this is what I'm like confused with though. Like this is Jordan Howard's what technically third time with the team. Yeah, something like that. What, why they get rid of him in the first place? Like well, he they, is, well, he's he the signed, downhill runner. He signed. He, he signed a free agent deal. Then he got cut. 
Then he signed to the Eagles. Then he got hurt. And then he re-signed the Eagles with the Eagles again this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just, uh, I was just, I'm, I'm just like thinking about it. I'm like, man, this guy's been here like three different times. I'm like, oh, but, um, but no, you said something about the rushing attack, which made me laugh too. What made me think I heard today that, um, what Sanders <laughs> did yesterday. So hold on it. real quick. I, ju- I just saw Will Bill, William Anthony, you know, with, um, Nick Sirianni out. He yeah. said they should call Dougie P in for a special for a special guest head coach. Make it like Raw in 2010. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> listen, we, listen, we all know Doug Peterson's going to Jacksonville. Unless <laughs> it's, it's just, <laughs> the key. that's inevitable. <laughs> that I hope he does. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so go, but we'll go back to yours, and then I want to get back to coaching. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, what Sanders? It's the first. First Eagles running back to have back-to-back 100-yard games since 2014 with LaShawn McCoy. That's crazy. Oh, and, and here's another little stat that I heard today. He right as of right, <laughs> no, as of right <laughs> now, the Eagles are 10-point favorite over the Giants. Now the line can still change, but it's the first time in over 40 years that a division game in the NFC East has had a 10-point favorite. What? Yep. I heard that. I heard that today, and I said, what? No way. Get out of here. You're lying. No, I heard it on the radio today when well, I was the driving. Radio, the radio's wrong. <laughs> I'm just that's saying, crazy. I heard, I heard no, it this I believe morning you. on the way in. I believe you. I just think that, I that's said, bananas. Wait, I said, how is that possible? And the explanation that was given on the radio was it's just like how competitive and how bad the division is, but I said, yeah, but we've never had two teams like the Giants and the and the Redskins be that bad at the same time. Like we've well, had you know division. Well, Washington isn't that bad. Like they're they're not as bad as people seem they are. Well, the no, Giants. they just got hit real bad this like last week. Like they were just decimated. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm with you, Andrew. They 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 should they should again. It's a division game. I shouldn't you know I shouldn't say anything, but it's. There's no reason for a 35 to 10 win. Like, I'm sorry. There's just right. That like, like Jake Fromm. He hasn't been relevant since the 2018, you know, uh, championship uh, college football championship game. And go look at the talent that was on that field. Mm-hmm. And then go look at the talent that we have now. <laughs> so, so it's it's you got to figure. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, Jalen Hurts was on that team. Um, you know, you know. Calvin Ridley, I don't know. Calvin Ridley might not have been. I don't know. Uh, and Calvin Ridley may have been on this last year. You know, you Calvin Ridley, you know, Devontae Smith might have been a freshman. Like There, there was a lot. They, they, there, there's a lot of talent that was on that football field. You know, but now you have Jake Fromm, who's never really played an NFL game. And then, you know, we had Blaine Gabbard or Garrett, Garrett Gilbert or whatever his name was last night. Who the backup you know, to the backup to the practice squad backup? Right, and you know what? Like, he made some good throws. He he. St- Listen, these guys have some kind of talent that they're still in the NFL, whether they're a practice player, practice squad player or not. Like Mike Lennon, well, I gave Gilbert credit. He he got the practice three days. Like, Literally at, practice three days with the team. Um, yeah, he. 
he had a, he had his first start last year. I think he was with the Steelers. I think so. So he's so he's he's got NFL time. He's got NFL, you know, experience. Um, you have now now going against the Eagles. You know, he looked okay, and then the Eagles defense finally took advantage to them not having their center and their all pro guard sheriff there. Right. In you know, like the Eagles control their own destiny. Like like I had alluded to earlier. You know, there's zero reason for them not to win their last three games. They honestly they should be ending the season on a six game winning streak and be eleven and six. But that Giants game might bite them in the in the butt. Uh, see I still think it's the Washington game. I, I really do. Oh no no, I'm mean... saying I'm saying they should be. Oh, you mean from the first game? Yes, like gotcha, they they, gotcha. they should be going into this on a longer winning streak. Um, yeah, that 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 game was so maddening. I hated it so much. Oh, well, you know, it's frustrating when you see like just the stupid stuff that you know, you know, the red zone interceptions. You know, the not the not making reads, not using Dallas Goddard in the way he needs to be used. Like he's now being targeted nine times a game, and he's putting up. Stats like, you know, that uh, Washington was only missing one starter on on defense yesterday. It was Kyle Fuller. Kyle yep. Fuller would have been all over, um, what's his name, Devonte Smith. He wouldn't have been covering Dallas Goddard. Right. So you know, Dallas Goddard is he he's there. Like he is playing up to where he needs to be playing right now. He needs to be the main guy. You know, he he, he had seven catches for one hundred and thirty five yards. He had nine targets. He had two drops. So he probably would have had like a buck fifty. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast to bring down. Like if he if he's in the open field, and you got to tackle him one on one, you're not. No, you're you're not. Like God bless you if you think you are. So, um, so you got that, and then, so I, I don't know what else. What else the Eagles can do? So, you know, we had had this conversation with our other co-host when we do when we when we discuss, you know, Eagles. But he he's doing his own Patriots podcast, so he will not be doing an Eagles podcast with us. But he will be. We will have our own show, and we'll be talking about other things. But he will be doing his uh his Patriots podcast. Uh, shout out to Pat Hausman for getting his uh, his own Patriots stuff going on. But um, can someone explain to me the love for Ron Rivera? <laughs> I was waiting on it. Like I, 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 I like like you have the other Washington football fan who tells me, "Oh, well, he's won Coach of the Year twice." Who else has done that? I'm like, Coach of the Year means nothing to me. Like it doesn't. Right. Like like Doug Peterson didn't win Coach of the Year when he went thirteen and three. No one right. saw the Eagles going thirteen and three, so that tells you. So I, so I, I am on record as saying the coach of the year is about a, is a, is a great is a great award about as much as winning the Q, the quarterback rating, having the best QBR. I think it's a stupid stat, and it, I think it's irrelevant. So because Ron Rivera won two coach of the years award in twelve seasons. And he's had three winning seasons in 12 seasons. So, I, like, you know, I have the, 
well, I have respect for him. I'm like, well, you're gushing over him. It's not – God forbid me. Like, the guy had cancer, and he beat it. Right. Doesn't mean he's a great coach. You know, Bruce Arians is a great coach. He's a two-time, you know, you know, uh, coach of the year. Uh, Chuck Knox, multiple winner. Great coach. Bill Belichick, great coach. Dan Reeves, great coach. Ron Rivera, okay coach. That's it. That, 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 that's it. And I have a lot of respect for Ron Rivera. I was very upset that the Washington football team, you know, signed him to, uh, to coach the team. But, you know, he's he needs the talent around him. He's not the Bill Belichick. He's not, you know, uh, you know, as you know, when we had Phil Andrews on, he's not the Frank Reichs of the world. He's, you know, he doesn't get the best out of his players, at, in my opinion. Right. In my in my unbiased opinion, because, again, I like I like, you know, Ron, but, you know, somebody else had commented on my status last night. Bill has said because he's got a cool nickname, people love him. Oh, that that's well, you can love him all you want. That doesn't make him a good coach. And he's a hundred percent right. He 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 builds a hundred percent right. You know, people in sports love nicknames. They love nicknames of people. They love they love it. You know, it's you know so that that's just my opinion. I'm not saying that he's a terrible coach. He's not Chip Kelly. Right. He, he's not. You know, but in 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 the same sense. He's only had one more winning season than Chip Kelly. <laughs> like, think about how crazy that is. That's a crazy that yeah, that is crazy. Like uh, and he's been in the league a whole lot longer. I mean, Chip Kelly will never see the NFL field ever again unless he's an offensive coordinator. But he's making he he's got he had two hundred million dollar contracts. He's never coming back to, to college to coach anywhere. Yeah, no, he's I mean, well, I mean, where where is he coaching now? He he is isn't he, is, he at UCLA or something? I think it's UCLA, but I mean he's he'll never be in the NFL again. Like his thing's college ball. That that's his thing. Um, now with Ron Rivera, I, I have a lot of respect for the guy. I mean to do what he did last year while battling cancer, that that takes a lot. You know, especially that that takes a lot out of you just battling cancer alone. Not to mention the hours that you have to put in as a coach. I mean, now I, I know he has a great coaching staff who did the majority of the work. He implemented the game plan. They, and, and they ran with it and did what they had to do. But I mean, you're talking, this is a guy who during the game was literally getting oxygen sit, sitting next to like sitting by himself, getting oxygen, you know, and, and still got up and, and coached that team to a win in that game. I mean, that's, I give him credit. I, I think, a lot of people now have a soft heart for him because of going through cancer and all that stuff that, that he was going through. Um, I, I agree with you, though. He, he, he's a good coach. I'm not going to go all crazy with, you know, he's like this coaching guru or, or something like that. But he's a good coach, and his players respect him. So – and when you're an owner of a franchise, a general manager of a franchise, that's, that's all you want. That's that's all you want. Like as long as you know you're getting the best out of those guys for that coach, that's all. That's all a franchise cares about, and they get that with Ron Rivera. So yeah, yeah that's no, my look. No, your look is a hundred percent right, and that, and that's what I think it is. And again, I'm not saying that. Right, so he, 
So people are like, oh, well, he won the NFC East last year. He won the NFC East because Doug Peterson was told to pull Jalen Hurts for a draft pick. Let's be realistic. That draft pick turned in, you know, that everything all said and done turned into three first-round picks and Devontae Smith. You know, you can, you can twist it any which way you want. Right. Jalen Hurts stays in that game. They probably win. And the Giants are the NFC, and the NFC champions at 6-10. and 10. That's crazy. <laughs> I just want you to think about that. Like, let, let that run through your brain, that, that the Giants would have won the division that. at 6-10. At 6-10. That's how bad That's... the East is. And, oh, yeah. like, so, like, yes, is, you know, we, we, we talk about the East and, you know, Little shout out to Jason Kelsey for making the uh, the Pro Bowl again. As Him the and starter. Uh, Darius Slay. Darius Slay did make it. Yep. Okay. And the only two Eagles to make it. All right. The Colts had like seven people. One wasn't yeah. Carson Wentz. It was Jonathan Taylor, which is a shocker. He's all right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's like the only reason. He, he's like the main reason that they've been on on a run. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Like. And, and listen, that that's so, yeah. I mean, yeah. if it if it wasn't for Derrick Henry going down, you know, he would he would totally be uh, over overshadowed by Derrick Henry. But Jonathan Taylor's a pretty damn good running back. Oh yeah, he leads the league in touchdowns and everything else, so he's he's pretty yeah. good. So, so it's like you look at Dallas's schedule. You know, they lost to the Bucks, they lost to the Broncos, they lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Raiders. They don't. They don't really have like who who who's a big win. The Patriots. That's their only. I'm sorry, the Chargers in week two. I apologize. So they've two. They've, they've they've two two big wins against teams. You, you know you can go in and you, you, you they play Washington. They play the Cardinals, who were gonna be gunning because they got to get back into the playoff race. You know, when all said and done, if they come out and they got to play the Rams, they're probably gonna lose. They're not getting the number one seed, and I don't know how the NFL works anymore, but I don't understand how they're the number two seed with the same record as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they and they and head to head they won. Like I think the NFL made they they made a change with, with like with like opponents with like opposed like the same opponents you play. I'm like, what about head to head? Like that doesn't make sense. But again, what the hell do I know? I don't work for the NFL. Well, you never know. One day you might. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be so lucky making <laughs> making making them bukkah money that Roger Goodell makes that. That uh, them damn uh, people. He's getting ready to retire soon, isn't he? He's not retired. Would you? Why would you retire? He's got the easiest job. No, there was uh, someone uh, mentioned that the other day on, on the radio. These uh, one of the sports guys on, I think, I believe it was the fanatic here in Philly, said something about the uh, you know he's getting ready to he's starting to do his thing, getting ready to wind down to retire. I was like, wow, why? That's that's crazy. But anyway. So, you know, back to Jalen Hurts. Okay. So anybody watching and anybody who's ever going to listen on uh, our new home, the six-pack coverage, 
you can see their logo in the front. Um, you know, check out our pages uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. You know, we're linked with them. So you can go there, check out everything else. But Jalen Hurts, like again, right. as I was saying, if you don't like him, what is your reasoning? I want you to come on the Philly Philly podcast. Sponsored by the Monkey's Uncle. I had to do a little plug. And tell me why you don't like him. What are the deficiencies that you don't like about him? You can't use his arm strength because Drew Brees didn't have a strong arm. And he played for 20 years. So I'm going to throw that right out the door. If that's your criteria, I'm, you're getting punted. It's getting punted right out the window. So you got to come up with something other than his arm. If it's his reads... If it's his, un, um, you know, bad decision-making running the ball. The Monkey's Uncle is a retro-inspired t-shirt boutique that is so much more than just a store. It's an experience all to itself that takes you down memory lane. With a focus on old-school Philly sports, concert tees, pop culture, and everything Philadelphia, you're sure to find something that will make you nostalgic for back in the day. And this monkey is on a mission. Monkey's Uncle is proud to mentor young adults of all abilities, teaching them how to embrace their individual superpowers while providing real-world job skills. Awesome since 2010. The Monkey's Uncle is located at 123 South Main Street in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, or online at themonkeysuncle.net. And our listeners get a special hookup with free shipping when you use the code CEV at checkout. From babies to babes and dudes to dads, Find out why Monkey's Uncle is the most fun your closet will ever have. That that's what I want. That's what I want to hear. That is exactly what I want to hear. So hopefully we can get this out and people can come on. Um they play the Giants. So I'm going to make make a prediction okay. for Stephen Jobs. Yeah, but that but it's over. Like 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 again, everyone knows I was a Wentz guy. But I'm still I'm, like the hate that I'm seeing is unwarranted. Like 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 people were joking around last night like at their first two series where I was in a section when I was at the game. They were like, "Bring in Minshew." I'm like, "Relax." Like he had a lucky interception and he fumbled the ball. Yeah, that, you can't hold that interception against them. That was just a freak a... thing. Like, it got kicked off the back of a heel. I mean, come on. So, you know, we had that. So, like, tell me why you don't like Jalen Hurts. And and taking Wentz's spot can't be the reason. Because there's, like, that. That's 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 an easy way out. That's an easy argument for people. You know, well, we had a franchise quarterback. And, you know, Carson and, and Jalen Hurts took his spot away. Yes, we had a franchise quarterback. I truly believe Carson Wentz is a franchise quarterback. But that's a Hallie Roseman thing. That's not a Jalen Hurts thing. Well, well, look, the, the, other, the other thing was about that, that you also have the flip side for the people that, that want Jalen Hurts because of how bad Carson Wentz was. You know, they, they they wanted to run that guy out of town because of one bad season. And he's having a bounce-back season with Frank Reich, which a lot of people predicted would happen. Now, yes, I know, the last game he threw for 57 yards. 
But again, I don't, I don't, what's I, the difference between how they're winning football games with their running attack to the Eagles winning football games with mostly their running attack? Even though Jalen Hurts had a very good game last night, Jalen Hurts threw ten. Jalen Hurts threw ten passes or twelve passes in the Saints game. He, or it might yeah. even be fifteen. It's you know Frank Reich literally... turned around and, tur- and he turned around and he used Bill Belichick's mode and kept Mac Jones off the field. Yeah. You know he yeah. he he kept Mac Jones off the field. You know, and and they beat them. They beat the Patriots. You know, you, some people were, you know, a couple people were, a couple Patriots fans were saying, "Oh, well, you know, this happened and that happened." That's football. Like that. That's football, and that's how it goes. There's no right. excuses. So, to the fans on Twitter who were saying that, well, if we didn't block the punt, you know, you know, if they didn't block the punt, and if this didn't happen, and if Mac Jones didn't have a red zone interception, and this and that, yeah, and well, if my uncle had breast, he'd be my aunt. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so that notion is going right out the door. And and listen, everyone knows I got a lot of respect for New England Patriots. I've been a fan of them since the early '90s, since the Drew Bledsoe days. So I don't give anyone any like excuse. Well, what if and this and that and this and that. Yeah, well, if Brandon Graham doesn't force the fumble on Tom Brady, we're probably not talking. We're probably talking about Tom Brady winning at that time his fifth Super Bowl, right? Or sixth Super Bowl, whatever, fifth. So you can take the what ifs and throw it out the door. Like it's it's over with. I wash in my hands of it. You know, you know, yeah. You know, what if J- What if Dallas Goddard catches that pass last night? They win by 30. Yeah. So that's it. Like, they, 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 and I hate the what ifs, you know, three or four plays don't define, don't define a season or a game, you know, no. it's, a, it's a couple more plays than that, but you know, like, and, and coming from me when I sat there and I ripped Jalen Hurts for his interceptions against the Giants game, you know, if Rager had brought in any one of those two catches, we wouldn't be having the conversation of how bad Jalen Rager was and how bad Jalen Hurts was. Right. You know, Rager needs to come out and he just needs to have good games the rest of the season. And hopefully they make the playoffs and he has like a game winning touchdown. Because I I would shove it right down every single Philadelphia fan who booed me. I'm sorry. That's just me. That's, uh, well, I don't know if the fans, no matter what Jalen Rager does, I I think they're going to look at him as a Nelson Aguilar type. I really do. They're going to look at him like that because they, I mean, even though Aguilar turned it around in 2017 and had a, a very good season and then kind of regressed again afterwards, um, people are going to look at him that way. Like they have a certain stigma about that guy and that's just how it's going to be. They're, they're never going to really give him a chance now. Um, but yeah, no, to go back to what you originally said, I can't, I, I can't see. I can't find anything right now that would that people should be going against Jalen Hurts. I mean, he finally showed some maturity when it came to the you know the passing game, and it, it worked. He was working. He was clicking. I mean, not to mention when he did it in the run game and scoring a couple touchdowns. I mean, you're talking he'd over 330, he had over three hundred thirty six yards with three touchdowns total. So that's a damn good game. I don't care how the touchdowns were either. Yeah, no, I like, don't care either. Like what the? So, so to get back, did anyone catch 
I don't know. I don't know what time. I don't even know when it happened. I know it was the second half when Darius Slay lined up on offense. I did see that. I did I'm like, see that. um, like I'm like I'm like I was in a suite. And I'm like, I I know I'm not the only one seeing this. Like, why is Darius Slay on the offense? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. And as a matter of fact, like on the broadcast, they're like, and Darius Slay lines up. <laughs> I was like, what? What they say? Darius Slay. Right, I, and I think I, like, I think it, I think it's funny that. People were ripping at Sirianni for bringing out the the two point conversion lineup at the end of the first half. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, he was trying to draw them offside, so it would, instead of the two, it would be the one. I think it was a great play. I thought it was smart. You you, really you have nothing. You have three timeouts. You're not you're not going to get the ball back. No, you, and, unless a miraculous fumble happens. I thought it was a great play and you know you do that. You do that and it's 10-10. Cool. Yeah, and I was Perfect. Just, I was just going to say that was also uh, something else I wanted to touch on. Like I'm really impressed with Sirianni in these these last like, few weeks. Like he's I, I, com- I, I got nothing. Like he's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he he literally has turned it around. Like I mean, the first like 6 weeks of the season I was like, okay, this dude is way overmatched. He, one and done. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I mean, cause, and, and I'm one of those guys where you got to give a coach a, a, a season to get to know his players and everything. And I thought he ain't going to friggin' make it past week nine. I was like, this guy's done. And he's turned it around. He, he really did. And he's – you're starting to see some of that Frank Wright-style play calling, yep. which now I'm having – more uh, confidence in in each game that they're playing. Listen again. It goes back to what I say, and again, I was one of the guys who was like, oh, "I don't know about this dude talking about flowers and playing rock paper scissors, and you know, yeah. you got thrown to the wolves." Oh, I was a little iffy, but you know, I'm always like, "Get the guy a chance," you know. And then you sit there, and fans like, "No, no, no, he sucks. He sucks." Do you know who sucks? Urban Meyer sucks. <laughs> Urban Meyer sucks. Urban Meyer sucks. If, Urban, if, I, if I was Josh Lambeau and he kicked me in the, and he kicked me in my leg, I would have shot him in his face. I'm sorry, like <laughs> that's my livelihood. I would have shot you right in your face and lost the zero sleep over it. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Like, no, go ahead, go, go, go. No, no, I was just saying, like, I, I'm shooting in your face, and I'm, and I'm just gonna go to the Jacksonville Police Department and say, listen. He kicked me in my leg. He tried to injure me. I was protecting myself, so I shot him in the face. I mean, I walked on my locker, got my gun, and then shot him in the face. <laughs> it was self-defense. But, but it is Florida, so it is a stand-your-ground role. <laughs> so <That is> true. <laughs> he, he might have got away with it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> he, like, like, what kind of human being kicks another human being like that? Right. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No. I. Urban Meyer, like that whole thing, like I was surprised he made it to where where he did, you know. After that, I, I really was like, is he just a mess? And I know they're a bad team. I I know Jacksonville's a bad team, but they're so bad that even the the second coming of Peyton Manning, Trevor Lawrence, is just looks like like he's outmatched. Like they they need a lot of work that team, but. Speaking of a lot of work, well, now it's official. The Eagles now have three first-round picks. So 
what do you think happens with with these picks? He's going to trade it for draft capital. Uh, I think so too. But uh, as Phil Andrews said two weeks ago, it's going to drive Eagles fans nuts. Yep. Yes, sir. I do believe that. You're right. Um, okay, so uh, I think uh, you want to do a quick commercial break real fast? Sure. From, uh, one of our sponsors for La Terrain. Yep, we got a nice little commercial that they sent us over. Yep, got to play it. They pay the bills. Got to do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Be back in a little bit, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And here's our commercial from sponsor La Terrain Watches. They say every watch tells a story. Family. Moments, lifetimes. With La Terrain, this is a watch that spans generations, not just from where it came from, but for where it will go. Knowing one of these, having one of these, is what? Being a professional, being casual, and being you is all about. From our family to yours, La Terrain. All right, there you go. Thank you for that sponsorship by La Terrain Watches. So, all right, so you were you were talking about the uh, three draft picks, and I agree. Uh, I think they're going to use one of them. Uh, it's interesting to see where they're going to go with one of them now. Uh, but I do think I do see them trading at least two of them for some some kind of draft capital. I mean, if Jalen Hurts can finish the season out like he played yesterday, there's no doubt in my mind that they they go in another direction and do not take uh, quarterback <laughs> Kenny Pickett in the <laughs> in the draft. So I I, I really think if, if Jalen Hurts can finish out the season the way he he played last night, he's and they especially make the playoffs, he, he gets that second year. To, well, second year to start, third year in the league. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do, though. Like, now it's like a complete chess game. Like, you never know what Howie's going to do. Listen, they were in a prime position seven weeks ago. Yeah. And then Miami and Indianapolis was like, all right, hold on. We're going to actually start playing now. And <laughs> Miami's won, what, seven in a row? Mm-hmm. Like, come yeah. on, dude. Come on, Toa. You're supposed to suck. Yeah, well, that, you want to talk about someone's turning his season around? That that that's a guy who's coming alive, like because you know him and Jalen Hurts are going to be you know uh, compared all the time because of college and going. They're going to be compared all the time. Um, but yeah, now I'm starting to see the Tua that you know everyone talked about and what you saw in college, and of course he has to screw the Eagles. <laughs> but like but like you're going to have three first round picks. You're not going to draft all three first round picks. It's a lot of money. It, it is a lot of money. And someone someone told me the other day, I, I told him I said, "Look, I said there's no way they use all three first round picks." I said, "They only have or they will only have going into the next off season like once, you know, contracts expire or who they who they decide to keep or whatnot." They're only going to have about $27 million because they restructured deals so that 30 some million that they were going to get back on the books from Carson Wentz from being dead cap this year is gone because they had a restructure 
contracts. So they're only going to have about $27 million. Yeah. But one, the salary cap's going up. Two. The salary cap is going up. Two, some players are going to get released who aren't going to be back. Right. Exactly. So they're, they're, it happens every year. I'm going to say they're probably going to have $35 million. Well, I still all right. Yeah, I mean that that that'll be that's a lot better. I mean you're talking so almost ten million more than uh, than what they would have if they didn't really do nothing else. Um, that's like a that's a, a tier one player, like a really yeah. good player making ten million nine eight to ten million dollars, like tier tier one tier one A, because people yeah, overpay. Just... Like like Mario Cooper makes ridiculous money oh. for for what he makes. Yeah, and and look what happened yeah. to him. They brought him in to be the number one, and they draft C.D. Lamb, and he just kind of pushed Cooper to the side. C.D. Lamb is now the number one guy on a rookie deal. And then you have uh, um, that. What's that? No, I was just agreeing with you. Go ahead. Yeah. um, Yeah. So, and they were someone was telling me, "Oh, well, they're gonna have plenty of money to sign all three of these picks." I said, "Yeah, but it's not financially feasible for them to do that." I said it's not like they have uh, like ninety million dollars sitting there that they can spend. I said they're not going to have. I said you can't. I said that that's a lot of money you're putting into first round picks. I said they have other positions of need that they can fill via free agency. And imagine if all three of those first round picks turn out to be phenomenal football players. I yeah. You think about yeah. the money you would have to put out then. Exactly. I mean, you're talking. You have them for, uh, you have them for their four years. If okay, their five year, fifth year option. So you have them for five years each, and then they're at least two of them are gone. Maybe one of, maybe just one. Who knows? Well, but, you could hit one with a franchise tag, and you could hit someone with a transition tag, and a transition tag, and then another one goes. There's 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 a lot of like what ifs. Again, it goes back to the yeah. what if that we discussed earlier. Yeah. Um, they're going to trade for JF Capital. They're going to trade for a pick in 2023. Um, you know, they might, depending on what happens, they might, if he drafts another goddamn quarterback, I may call it a work because be... I'm going to drink Corona and whiskey. That's my new Corona and whiskey. That's my new thing. I drink Corona during draft. I did it during 2020 with that. No, he yeah yeah we're 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 agreeing like we're we're in agreement that they're trading away Drew. Like oh, there's yeah. no reason they definitely to are. Uh, unless for some, I, I unless for some reason both these teams fall out, and they get the first, second, and third pick. I would be like, you got to take the top three picks. <laughs> well, it won't happen, but you know you have to you know, you got to be smart. You, you got to think about the future. You can't get yourself into another Carson Wentz situation where you're sitting on thirty million dollars of dead money because, you know, I, I can't I can't take it no more. <laughs> I, I I can't take us drafting if they draft another quarterback, and he turns out to be a franchise quarterback, and then we have Jalen Hurts still. Like I'm throwing snowballs to Santa. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was sixty years ago, I mean, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back up. <laughs> I mean, look. If I mean everyone was going crazy over the fact that um, how we went and saw Pickett, you know, when actually watched him, I was like, it's his job. Yeah, it's his job. They all do that. Like I wasn't looking too far into it. I mean, 
because I, I saw a guy on social media who was like, he just wants to draft this guy. That's all there is to it. You know, he's not going to give Jalen Hurts a chance. He's out on him. And I was like, well, if he's out on him, he's out on him. I said, there's nothing you can do about it. I said, uh, now, last night may have changed his mind. I mean, because face it, every year there's always those darling players of the pro days, the combine, you know, and and they have those last-minute interviews before the draft. You have those guys that that you know stocks rise and stock fall. So it's always going to happen. But if you're if you're a GM and you're not looking at quarterbacks every single year, you're not doing your job right. It's the most important position on a football team. You're not doing your job right if you're not looking into it. No, you're right. It's it's you know the 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 only GMs who didn't look at quarterbacks, but they still took them, was the Saints GM and the Patriots GM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I got Tom Brady, I got Drew Brees. I have no reason to look at quarterbacks. But if there, but if for some reason there's a quarterback there, I'm gonna take one. And they took Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, turned out exactly. He's, you know, he he he's a, he, he was a serviceable quarterback for Patriots, and now he's an overrated quarterback for the Niners. You know, you have you know Drew Brees. We all know what he was. His backup was Taysom Hill, who that, that dude is. That dude's like Mike Lennon stealing money. That dude's a backup making eleven million dollars. He makes more than a WNBA. The entire yeah. WNBA, not just yeah. A, I mean. Know, that that deal that that deal that he he signed makes zero it's, sense it's like a performance based deal for what position he's playing yeah i don't understand that like how do you figure that one out I, manip- I just don't i just don't get it it's manipulating the salary cap man <laughs> it, that's what it is yeah that i mean that is for sure I just couldn't believe it. Like, and the amount of the money, I was like, this guy does nothing. Like, he comes in every once in a while. He's a gadget guy. No, he's not even a wildcat guy. He's legit just some guy they throw out there who happens to be fast. And I'm like, wow. So I don't know. But honestly, though, if if Howie Roseman takes a quarterback with with one of those picks. I agree with you. I'm going to be like, what the hell just happened? Like, the, oh my gosh. Taysom, but, I mean, Hill's, ga- Taysom Hill's guarantees are $21.5 million for four years. That's that's not what? bad for that's not bad for Taysom Hill to steal money. That's not bad at all. You know, the big thing, you know, but, but and then the people and then people be like, well, he beat Tom Brady. Nine nothing. No, he didn't beat Tom Brady. Nine nothing. The Saints defense beat Brady nine nothing. Taysom Hill didn't throw four touchdowns, unless touchdowns are now twos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Taysom Hill didn't beat them. Didn't beat. Them. So, <laughs> so anyone who's going to who's going to say that Taysom Hill beat Tom Brady, I'm pump the brakes. Relax. That that's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Um, oh, what was I just going to say? Um, but uh, yeah, but um, what what we were talking about earlier with Jalen Hurts. Like I, I'm still seeing it. Like I, and just before this game this week, I told some. I, I was talking to someone, and I told them. I said, "Look, I said, you know, I, I like the player. I want to see him do more in the pocket, which he did this week. Um, I said, 
but as far as I'm concerned, I said, you know, he's a project player at the, that they took in the second round. I said, they didn't need to take him in that second round. Like I told someone, I said, if you go, I said, I, I used NFL.com's scouting report on Jalen Hurts. I said, they, you know, I said, all the scouting reports are pretty much the same. They talk about his arm strength. They talk about him, you know, with his reads, how he looks to run after the first read. Um, and that he, he's a light that at the time he was a liability in the pocket cause he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't use it. He looks to run out of the pocket. Um, but then you had your pros, which was his legs, his ability to extend plays and stuff like that. And they used the NFL player comparison, which I always find funny because it like fans will compare him to, I have heard them compare him to Lamar Jackson and I said, well, what, what are your thoughts on NFL.com scouting report comparing him to Tim Tebow, who is not even in the NFL? That's his player comparison. Well, you know, you can't go by you can't you can't go by player comparisons. I was like, but you're comparing him to Lamar Jackson. I was like, I'm not saying he can't turn into that, but how can you say, oh no, this player comparison? No, you can't use player comparisons, but yet you'll turn around and use an MVP comparison. Uh, I'll actually turn around. I'll do you one better, and I'll say he'll be better than Lamar Jackson. I hope he is. I do. I hope he. I hope he is. Again, if this is what I reiterated fifteen weeks ago, I'm not against the guy. Nope. But when he plays like shit, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna criticize him. I don't care what the coaches call. He's still got to make the plays. The coaches could call sixty-five plays. And eight and sixty of them could be pass plays. He's still got to make those plays. Yeah, exactly. He he, he does. Um, so, but I mean, you know me. All I've ever said was like I didn't say that I didn't like the guy. All I ever said was I didn't think he was a franchise quarterback. Now, well, franchise he, quarterback is a is a is a. A couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, we had uh, the Darth Pooh on. It was Keith Newman. And he yes. said the, the franchise quarterback is an overused is an overused statement in the NFL, which it, it could be. No, I believe it is. I believe it is. But we've had people that were proclaiming him a franchise quarterback just because he got the starting job over Carson Wentz. And I was like, that's not a franchise quarterback. That's a, you know, technically he got the starting job by default. Because Carson Wentz wanted to be traded. If Carson Wentz was not traded, there was no way he was going to be the starting quarterback. Is Taylor Heineke is, is Taylor Heineke a franchise quarterback? Nope. Is Daniel Jones a franchise quarterback? To some delusional fans, yes, but no. Oh, I'm sorry. I know we're ending our show in about three minutes. Don't don't tell me that some of those people. And first down, think he's a franchise quarterback. Um, let's. Is let's there a yes say, or no answer? There, there. I'm only going to say that there is one that absolutely believes he is. I'm not naming names, but there is one person in that in that group that absolutely believes that he is a franchise quarterback. And I was like, okay, I said that that's good, good for you. I hope he's their quarterback. 
if they if they think that he's a if that person thinks he's a franchise quarterback, I want him to be there for 15 years. <laughs> right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I want him there for like, a long, long time. Like to me, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a franchise quarterback. No. You know, no. He had his shortcomings, and they drafted Trey Lance for a reason. Yep. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought and they for drafted a little... Trey Lance in the first round. It wasn't like they drafted Trey Lance in the second round, like the Eagles did with went with Wentz and Hurts. They drafted a guy in the top. I want to say top five. Wasn't he like the third I, pick? I think he was. I, I think he was. I I. Uh, I have to look right now. I'm lo- I'm loading. It's, I have it. I, it's loading for me. But, you know, if you have a franchise quarterback, what's up, Pat? So, like, Trey Lance is, you know, he he's the he's the guy who's gonna overtake, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, he was. He was the third pick in the draft. Right. So that's, you know, yeah, Josh he was Allen. The third pick in the draft. Josh Allen's a franchise quarterback. Joe Burrow is a franchise quarterback. You know, it's funny. You mentioned Josh Allen. That is Trey Lance's NFL comparison. I can see it because Josh Allen had the same attributes coming out of college. He had strong. He was raw, but he could throw the ball 98 yards. <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. Hurts is not my franchise quarterback. But you're I mean, rooting look, for it. But hold on. You're rooting for him, right? You're not rooting against him. You're rooting for him. And Patrick, did you start Dallas Goddard last night? <laughs> what I need to know. I know you drafted him in the beginning of the season. <laughs> okay. He's a solid backup. And there's not again, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, uh, uh knocked out of your fantasy. That's uh, that sucks. We'll, we'll do we'll do a we'll do a fan uh, you know, we'll do fantasy football next year. You know, we'll see if we, we get can the do guys. that in the off season. We'll see if we get the guys from six pack. See if Albert Hainsworth wants to draft some players. <laughs> see if he takes the Tennessee Titans defense and Derrick Henry because I'm taking Derrick Henry. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, like Jacksonville Jaguars, you, like the Texans don't have a franchise quarterback, right? There you go. Perfect. That's a perfect comparison. That's a perfect statement. And oh yeah, the, if they put the right pieces around around him, he can be a franchise quarterback. And the right pieces are an offensive line. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean, they, they, you can have. Listen, you can have a franchise quarterback who has no line and has great offensive players. He could stink. You could have a, a team, you know, with great offensive line and no players, a la twenty nineteen Wentz. And and put the team on his back, and win it. Oh, what is that? What is what? Oh, 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 oh my God! Oh, oh, oh six so... game losing streak. That's some oh. Dallas Cowboys ish right there. <sighs> German, I have no idea where Deshaun Watson ends up. Our luck will be a goddamn Philadelphia Eagle, and we'll have another quarterback controversy. I I can't deal with another quarterback controversy. Like I can't. I'm become an alcoholic. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't see. No, he 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 won't be here. He won't be here at all. Um, oh, oh, I'm not. Uh, would you be shocked if Hallie somehow pulls a trade out of his ass and gets him? 
oh, if, if Howie does that, that's just Howie being Howie. And, and, and I would legit be like, I don't know where to go with this. All right. So, Pat, while you, you, had, while you have the reliable arm for me. So I had earlier in the show, before we end, earlier in the show, I had said, you know, what's your problem with Hurts? Why don't you like him? You can't use his arm as an excuse because Drew Brees did not have an NFL arm. Let's be realistic. Compared to these other quarterbacks, Drew Brees was did not have the strongest arm in the league. He had a, he had a good arm, but he threw a nice ball. So you, you can see that's where Hurts' arm strength is at. Like it's at the Drew Brees-esque, you know, type. And Drew Brees had a lot of good receivers in his career. He had Marquise Colston. He had Michael Thomas. You know, he, he, you know, I think he had Joe Horn for a season or two. Like, he had some good receivers. So it's – he had Reggie Bush the year they went to the Super Bowl. Like, he had – he had a lot of weapons. You know, he had right. – he, well, he had Deuce McAllister. He had a good running game. So, to me, you can't use – you can't use the arm. Like, I just, I just don't like it. Okay. Now, for me – Okay. I'll, I'll um, give you that. I'll give you – so, real quick, I'll give them the, the defense well enough. And that's fine. If you watched the game last night, you could look. He was looking around. He's right. got to get better because his feet were terrible when he was when he was looking around. He was very skittish. So I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's a good one. I can't argue with that. He looked good last night. But if you go back and you watch the replays and watch his legs, because, again, I was at the game and you, they showed a replay on the big board. You could see, like, how he was. But he, he didn't well, last night. He didn't last night. See, all right. Now, my my thing would be, I agree with the the reading of the defenses. He, um, because that's something that he does need work on, and he, he did well last night. Um, for me, it's not, it's not. Uh, it would be his accuracy. His accuracy was off a lot this year. I mean, last night he, I mean, he's making a liar out of me right now when he threw that touchdown to Greg Ward. Like that was. <laughs> Hold on, he wasn't even in the pocket. That's I, I wanted to bring that up yeah. to you because you were like he was really good in the pocket. I was like, well, his and touchdown. That, yeah. <laughs> that touchdown, he was not in the pocket. He was on the move, and he, I mean, and he, that was a dart over the shoulder, and Greg Ward caught it. All right, so all right, I'll, I'll give you. A, all right, since all right, so I'll give you the Drew Brees thing. I'll, I'll give you another quarterback who didn't have a strong arm. Jeff Garcia did not have a strong arm. Jeff really Garcia good... was, yeah. He had a he, listen. He had I know he had Terrell Owens, but he still he still made plays when he had to. Jeff Garcia now, was what? Go ahead. When he he's talking about feet. No, no. See, when I'm talking about when I talk about feet, Pat, I'm talking about in the pocket. Like to me, he he doesn't have. You know who had good feet for as lanky as he was, and he was a point guard in college was Nick Foles. Go back and watch him. For a guy who ran the RPO with Chip Kelly. He had good feet. To me, that's good feet. A guy who can do... His feet aren't skittish. And he worked on it because he was terrible his first year. And then we all know, you know, how was, you know, the 2013. But he had good feet. And Nick Foles doesn't have the strongest arm. So, that, that when, I, when I'm talking about feet, I'm talking about Moving around in the pocket, not just standing there and going like this and going like this. I'm talking about moving your leg, jumping, you know, do, doing like 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 how Brady does. That that's what I mean. But go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. 
he's 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 saying that he needs to understand. Uh, <laughs> well that, played. That's so funny. Well played. I got you. Well Bill. played. Well, that's funny. Um, yeah, but no, for me it would be it would be Jalen Hurts' accuracy though. That he need you're, you're that to me right. that would that what's that? You're a hundred percent right. Yeah, to me to me it would be the accuracy. Um, he, he seems to be getting better at reading the defenses. He still needs work on that. But the biggest thing for me is accuracy. Um, yeah, that that's mine. I I can't argue with you. You're a hundred. I'm I'm with you a hundred percent. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, unless you have anything else, I think no, we had our, no. I think we had our first good episode of this. You know, the Philly Philly podcast on a six pack coverage. You know, our first official show. For six pack coverage, uh, we're streamed to the Philly Philly podcast Facebook page, my personal page, your LinkedIn, um, six packs, YouTube, and their Twitter, and our Twitches. Yep. So I'm going to end it with a Hertz touchdown against the Saints because that's what we do. Uh, check us out either Monday or Tuesday of next week. Um, We'll, we'll tweet it out and everything else. I think I'm going over in New Jersey on Monday. So I'm going to try and see if we can get Barry Jordan to come on since we're playing the Giants. Perfect. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get his, you know, hopefully we're not setting the city on fire because we lost again. <laughs> so with that, guys, let's go to the Yeah, let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We're talking about practice.